You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. McLaren has big plans for another utterly insane supercar by Jack Stewart. In the pantheon of supercars, the McLaren F1 holds a special place. Even now, almost a quarter century after its arrival, its 240.1 mile per hour top speed makes it the fastest naturally aspirated production car ever. Although designed for the street, it dominated at Le Mans, and it remains a drop-dead gorgeous automobile that deserves every superlative used to describe it. A list of things that set the F1 apart from any car you'll ever drive runs as long as your arm, and somewhere near the top is the unusual seating arrangement that puts the driver front and center, flanked by a passenger on each side. Now McLaren is bringing that layout back in a Hyper GT car codenamed the BP-23. People have always wanted to order a spiritual successor to the F1, said John Paolo Canton, McLaren's head of public relations. The British automaker offered one, sort of, in 2013 with the P1, a million-dollar, 903-horsepower supercar with conventional seating. It is an insane car, and more than anyone who doesn't earn a living driving 150 miles per hour or more can handle. But Canton says it didn't slake people's thirst for a true F1 descendant. Of course, building something as groundbreaking as the F1 isn't easy in an era when the top automakers in Italy, Germany, Britain, and the U.S. are packing 600 or more horsepower and race car handling into cars comfortable enough to drive all day. That can make it easy to forget just how innovative the F1 was when it arrived in 1992. It was the first road car built around a carbon fiber monocoque. Its 6.1-liter V12 was the first engine to break the 100-horsepower-per-liter barrier, cranking out 618 ponies. Even though designer Gordon Murray didn't create it for racing, an F1 won the 1995 24 Hours of Le Mans, with others placing 3rd, 4th, and 5th place. If I was asked to do it again, I wouldn't change much on the F1, Murray told Wired not long ago. It takes three people and as much luggage as a typical hatchback. That said, the folks at McLaren, Murray has long since moved on to his own engineering firm, may have some ideas on things they might change. 
Details on the BP-23 are all but non-existent because McLaren's designers have just gotten to work. The only sketch they've released looks more like a jellyfish in an X-ray than a rendering of anything you might drive. It's definitely going to be a hybrid, but the exact configuration is still to be decided, says Canton. This, of course, is the norm at the highest echelons of the automotive world, where the most extreme cars have an electric motor paired with a gasoline engine. The P1 combines a twin-turbocharged 3.8-liter V8 engine and an electric motor. McLaren expects to show off a concept next year and start deliveries in 2019. Don't start buying lottery tickets. McLaren plans to build just 106 of these. It built the same number of F1s and has already sold them all. That money will offset the considerable R&D costs. The car won't come cheap, but considering a nice F1 can fetch more than $10 million these days, it should prove a good investment. The good news is that whatever McLaren learns building the BP-23 should make its way into its entry-level models like the 570S within a few years. So now you just need $184,900. Hey everybody, this is Patrick wishing you a happy Friday. We'd love to hear what you think about this Spoken Edition so we can keep on improving them. Shoot me an email at patrick at spokenedition.com with your thoughts. We're excited to hear from you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.